Hey, I'm Shannon. I'm Jenny. We're just a couple of friends who missed going out for lunch with our friends. So now we're doing it virtually. Come have a seat at our table. Welcome, Welcome to, to lunch, lunch with, with friends. friends. <laughs> Hi, welcome to Lunch with Friends, um, episode number four. I'm Jenny. And I'm Shannon. Uh, We have a friend with us here um, today while he's in his home. And uh, we're pretty pumped for this episode because he's one of our favorite people. I I mean, I speak. Well, I don't know. I mean, I speak for myself. I don't know, Shannon, how you feel about him. Yeah, Um, I was thinking about it the other day and I was like, no, yeah, Danny is one of my favorite dudes in the local scene. I Aww, really enjoy hanging sweet. out with Danny. Yeah. So, um, and also I'm pretty excited about this meal. Mm-hmm. So Danny Knight mm-hmm. is our um, lunch companion today. Danny, why don't you tell us three things about you that we should know? Uh, hey, everybody. My, you should know my name. My first name's Danny. First thing, middle, my middle name's Hanover. My last name's Knight. So. That's about that's about it. <laughs> um, uh, I am an actor, musician, comedian. I'm indigenous. I'm Cree, uh, Métis, mostly Cree. Um, I like the Jets. Um, I have a show, uh, a web series called The Feather that I work on with a bunch of other comedians. Uh, I have a Twitch channel now, which is new. Do you really? Uh, TwitchTV.uphotics, E-U-P-H-O-T. T-I-X. I play video games. Nice. Uh, yeah. And uh, I, it's lots of fun. Uh, I'm currently working with the the National Arts Center right now. We're doing mm. a contract called Indigenous Cityscapes, which is super cool. I'm excited looking for that. And I just closed a show um, that was designed for old, old folks in care homes. We I mean four other actors would go around to other care homes around the city. We perform a show that we designed for them. And it was all joy all the time. That sounds so awesome. It was really fun and super cool. And now I have That's several nice. questions. Number one, what video games do you play on your Twitch channel? Uh, so far, I've played uh, Dark Souls 3 mm-hmm. and Smite, but I plan to do some Fall Guys, maybe a bit of uh, tar- Escape from Tarkov, just pretty much anything. anything. That's awesome. I might try to buy the new hottest game that comes out because it lets people get followers that way instead of playing the yeah. new games. Okay, yeah. I have a question about this. Um. Mm-hmm. Do people pay to watch you play games? Like, what is the point of this? Is it lucrative? Or uh, can it be? It can be very lucrative. <laughs> well, okay, Saskatoon already has a really famous streamer that has like a bajillion. Her name's Alinity. I don't know if you ever heard of her. No. Uh, but if you haven't, you're bad women because you don't know her. Um, <laughs> She's not really in our, our industry, our field. <laughs> but, uh, also, but yeah, I'll look her up. But essentially what Twitch is, is that you just play games and if people like what you're doing, they follow you and if they like you anymore, they subscribe to your account and that's how you make money. You get a bunch of subs and then and then you get that money at the end of the month or whatever. Okay. So they just like hanging out with you on your stream. Like you don't, they don't, there's no paywall. You don't have to pay. Right. Okay. Like so can. it's basically if you're um, attention seeking, which we all are, mm-hmm. which is why we do this. Mm-hmm. So it's just more ways for people to know you. Yeah. Pretty and much. Then- I game out all the time anyways. I might as well just slap a camera on. Yeah. Um, okay, so I play D&D on a Twitch stream. Oh, a friend cool. of mine. Yeah, a friend of mine in Edmonton. She has a Twitch, Twitch channel. Twitch. Oh and Twitch. I looked up Twitch on Wikipedia and understand <laughs> what it is. The age gap shows at least yeah. once an episode and we're already there. We're there. 
Um, okay, so Danny, why don't you tell us what restaurant you picked um, and, and why? Oh, okay. Um, I picked Olive Garden because I'm a basic bitch. Um, <laughs> no, I picked Olive Garden because it's my second time having it actually ever. Yeah. Same. Um, and yeah, I got it the first time and I got the taste of Italy. Essentially, I, I wanted steaks, but then I didn't really feel like the keg was an opener or something weird. And I thought that was too expensive eventually. So then I decided on this and uh, yeah, breadsticks, baby. Well, I think, yeah. it's, I think it's amazing because every every other restaurant, well, we've done this three other times and they've been like cute local things. And I think there's something to be said for the comfort of a chain restaurant. So thank you, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, everybody was trying to be cool with their picks. I'm going to pick this whole in all western that nobody's heard about. And they're going to know about my personality. I'm going to slip a call. Yeah, and then you were like, Olive business. Garden. I ain't a, I ain't a poser. I'm not trying to be cool. I'm trying to be fucking full of food. Sorry okay. for swearing. So what did you order? I ordered the tour of Italy. So we start off in the breadstick region of Italy, which I think <laughs> is called a It's a Mia Breadsticks. It's a lovely, quaint little village. And then we move on to the chicken parm part of my meal, which is uh, a representation of Northern Italy. Uh, a lot of them, they got a lot of uh, that part, that part's called uh, It's a Me, a Northern Italy, really quaint, another really quaint village. Then we got the fettuccine of Fredo that you, you enjoy, everybody enjoys, and everybody knows the home of fettuccine is the Venice uh, canals because of all the, how slippery they are. Um, and we finally end just- off. The canals just run with sauce, just Alfredo sauce. They do. I mean, that's where Alfredo, you know, Alfredo sauce, Venice canals, basically the same thing. You're they just saying. scoop it up in buckets and yeah. yeah. And then Number I finally, one export. and then there's something else I have here, but I don't know what it is, but it's sure tasty. And I, I just wish the Italians would have colonized the Canada first, you know? Yeah, <laughs> that would have been good. Um, Well, that does sound very, um, very filling. Oh, it's lots of food. And then I get a salad. What? Whoa. Okay, Shannon, what are you eating? I got, um, it's a, I don't know, noodles, buckets of fettuccine. So I got the one with shrimp and scallops, the seafood oh, wow. fettuccine Alfredo, which, I mean, if it's coming out of the canals, that explains the shrimp and the scallops. He does, doesn't it? Yeah, just scoop them up. Um, I also have breadsticks and salad because it all just comes with breadsticks and salad all the time. I didn't know and that. It, yeah. If you actually go and eat in the restaurant, they're unlimited. The breadsticks and the Okay, salad. so here's the thing. I purposefully picked a meal that had salad and breadsticks because, so I got soup, salad, and breadsticks because I thought if yeah. I got something else, I wouldn't get salad and breadsticks. Oh, and the, no. Yeah. So the whole point of Olive Garden is the salad and breadsticks. And so I was like, well, I have to get something with that. So I got soup and salad and breadsticks. There's no pasta in my food at all. And my soup is very nice. I actually, um, they have four soups on the menu. And so I actually Googled what is the best soup at all. Nice. And there was somebody ranked them. So I'm eating um, one that has potatoes and kale and sausage. Mm. Was that, but the irony is that last night we had potato sausage soup for dinner (laughs) (laughs) so i'm eating salad and i'm eating breadsticks and i'm waiting for the doorbell to ring when i finish my salad and my breadsticks because i expect there'll be somebody there with more right how do they promise you unlimited if they're not driving around the neighborhood i know they should have like Mm -hmm. a breadsticks mobile it's kind of like the oscar meyer wiener mobile but it's a breadsticks no no it's, it's it's the red bull mobile 
with the mm, big breadstick yeah. on the back and the yes. two like shredded Italian guys in tight clothes. Yeah. Anyway, if I, if I ever order a Danny to head of marketing, <laughs> I will, uh, I will definitely get something that, I mean, this is very nice. I just didn't know that everyone got breadsticks and salad. You thought yeah. you were being special. That you, I thought you, I was being you, smart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Classic Jenny. Classic Jenny. Well, out of the three of us, who's not going to need a nap after this? Yeah. Yeah. Me, I guess. <laughs> so then this was your first uh, Olive Garden experience then, Jenny? Well, no, I was actually remembering this morning when I was younger, my cousin Daniel as a teen. Great name. Was, yeah. Yeah. As a teen, he was like a busboy or a something, or maybe he washed dishes. Anyway, he worked at the Olive Garden in Edmonton. Mm. And so we went there once um, just to like to support him. And um, I don't, there wasn't an Olive Garden in the town. I grew up in Guelph in Ontario and we did not have an Olive Garden. We had an Eastside Mario's, which was kind of- <laughs> We used to have one of those here. Yeah. Eastside not. Mario, baby. Yeah. So we had an Eastside Mario's, which was, which was not the same, but I mean, it was sort of the same like pretend pasta food. Um, but no, I, I do find there's something very, um, people seem to like, there seems to be a real- uh, fan club or like people really love the Eastside Mario's. Do we say we stan Eastside Mario's? I'm not Eastside Mario's, Olive Garden. Am I, do we stan? Is that? I feel like that might be in pockets of the internet that exists because I've also seen things about like the Times Square Olive Garden being talked about or some Olive Gardens in the States. I think you can get these like unlimited pasta cards Mm. yeah and i don't know it just seems like your window to weight gain i don't know like a magical pass to just go in and just scarf noodles all the time see they could give those out with vaccines forget the donuts oh yeah that'd be fantastic the edmonton you guys know a lot of um do we know like oh i'm not putting that in me um one like friend of a friend of the family kind of thing but uh i pride myself in choosing my acquaintance as well mm. and it's Amazing. things like this that remind me that i've done so um <laughs> how's everybody's first few bites first few i'm like just about Super done because i have been scarfing i'm so hungry well i gotta say i'm impressed i've like, been um, the kale in my soup is very plentiful and, and real. It's real kale. Okay. My salad is real vegetables. Mm-hmm. Okay, Danny, what's um Yeah, um, um how you doing, man? How's it going? Oh, well, I'm talking about food. Food's good, man. Freaking super deadly, man. Um I'm about <laughs> to eat this. Yeah, everybody gets these peppers. You guys get a pepper too? Yeah, I got, yeah, I got two. I got two your salad. Peppers. Yep. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a I'm gonna have a bite of it. <laughs> so how are things so how are things going, friend? How are things? We haven't seen you in a long time. Mm-hmm. I haven't done any comedy. Same. Um, but you sound I've done super- like three. I've done like three um, Zoom mics online. Mm-hmm. And then I haven't done any comedy. I'm super missing it. Actually, this memory came up on my Facebook this morning of when um me and Dakota um, did a sets at the GTNT 20 year anniversary. Oh yeah. And I just saw the big hall with all the people and I just remember the night and 
frick, dude. So real life Danny is not having a good time, but pandemic Danny today, because there's two Dannys, you know, there's like the one who had, who experienced real life. And then there's this one who's trapped in limbo with everybody. Today in limbo is a good day in limbo. Uh, it's actually been a good few months in limbo. Uh, been be, be able to work as a as a performer, as a writer, and all that stuff. So that's really really great. Um, yeah, and looking on to the horizon, the vaccines around the corner. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? The variants on the rise, though. So we'll see what happens. So I'm I'm good, and also the the existential dread is always creeping in. But was that really different? Yeah. Before the pandemic, I mean, was that right? really different? Well, it's interesting because I do this and I work at the library. And one of the things that I I coordinate at the moment is this service where if you are a lonely, isolated individual, I will pair you with a library employee who will call you and talk to you on the phone once a week. Oh, yeah. And we're talking about phasing it out as people get vaccinated. And I'm like, but people are always lonely and isolated. Like, oh. There will always be lonely, mm -hmm. isolated people like, I kind of feel like if we're going to have this, like people are often housebound, people are often trapped in ho at home. And so I kind of feel like we should keep going because just because there's a pandemic doesn't mean that there aren't like some people, like for me, honestly, my life didn't change a whole lot because I was on a mat leave with a baby. So um, I was already home and isolated and not seeing anybody and afraid of germs. And, you know, it didn't mm. really change a whole mm. lot for me. Just my re-entry has been somewhat shocking because I'm like, what? The world shut down while I was also shut down? But I don't know. <laughs> I feel like for some people, this was a bit more drastic. Danny, I think you were very much someone who was involved in the world. So I think this definitely made your life different. Um, but, like, it's funny. As a teenager, I spent all my time at home. Um, and then as a young 20 year old, I went out and then started performing and all this stuff. And then like right before the pandemic happened, man, I was outside of my house way more than I was inside of it and doing like, work with theater or doing comedy or doing music. Yeah, well, it, was, it was really strange. Like, the first six months actually was like super dope because like I'm just like sitting at home, gaming out, getting that serve. You know what I'm saying? So it was really great. Um, but yeah, a year into it, it's kind of like, Ugh. Ah. <laughs> ready for it to be over ah. did you take your kid out of school yeah. or did he keep going yeah yeah he's been doing cyber school so he just did the school from home yeah which is really great mine too yeah. um, what grade do you yeah, think yeah. he's in grade two okay yeah, no, he's so it's like uh so yeah well i've been at home working on zoom projects he's been like on his, at his computer desk or if i'm had to be out of the house working then krista's here helping me uh, take care of him and stuff like that. So it's been a real blessing, actually. Um, it's been really cool spending so much time together. He's behind me right awesome. now playing video games because everybody's nice. got the week off. Yeah, I kicked mine out of the house for this. <laughs> everybody out. <laughs> I need my space. You are all loud. <laughs> so, no, I'm glad he's doing really well. Um, my son's also doing the online school but he's in grade five mixed bag Whoa. mixed bag some of it he really likes mm. some of it he super doesn't like i think the being at home and just being able to like be in your comfortable environment has been really great for him the lack mm -hmm. of like in-person social interaction has been harder on him than i thought it would be mm -hmm. 
Yeah. That's one one thing I do like about it is like being able to be here and then like make breakfast and then cook lunch like for the Mm -hmm. kid in between the cool, which is really great. But yeah, he does miss um, his friends and all that stuff too. Yeah. But he he plays online with his cousins, so he has that. Nice. What does he play online? He plays Roblox, um, uh, Roblox, Minecraft. And he does Fortnite every once in a while, but not really. He's not really a Fortnite guy. Sweet. It's mostly Minecraft and, and Roblox. That's awesome. Yeah, uh, my son also. And I'm pretty sure one of Jenny's, well, the only one that's old enough to hold a controller, also is super into the Minecraft. It's all mm-hmm. my son. Yeah, Minecraft's super cool. This week, so my kid go, does go to school. I um, I send him off every day, like he's going to the front lines. Put on your mask. Don't touch things. Um, he goes to school, and um, my child, my baby goes to daycare. So we're all risky, I guess. Anyway, um, but this week he was off school, the older one, and so we said to him, "Can you go a week without Minecraft? Like, can you do a week without it? We'll pay you fifteen dollars." That's so funny. That's so (laughs) funny. Just to see if you can do it. And he's like, yeah, I can. Except we told him he could play with. He has one friend he plays with. Mm -hmm. And so we said, you can play with her. So he's played twice with her. But otherwise, he still talks about it constantly. He's like planning what he's going to do. And he Mm -hmm. said this morning, he's like, I'm so excited about tomorrow. And I was like, oh, because you're going back to school. He's like, no, because I'm going to get to play Minecraft again. <laughs> um, I was like, don't you want to see your friends? He's like, well, I guess, but it's more the Minecraft. And um, he, someone gave him for his birthday, a Minecraft like board game. Mm. <laughs> so this week he's like, I guess we'll play the board game. <laughs> so <laughs> he has found a lot of loopholes to earn his $15. Sounds like using his melon. Yeah. yeah, smart. Yeah, we did the same kind. I did the same kind of a similar experience where you take things away for a week. We read the Berenstein Bears No TV for a Week book. And then so we did that, which was really cool. Um, it's funny that you mentioned about um, him. Uh, well, first of all, I mean, I can't believe you made him not play Minecraft the week of the break. Right. That's when you, that's when you that decided too, that's a tough that's week like, to choose. Super mean mm. to do to your child. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you have a whole week off where you don't have to go to school? Let's not play Minecraft. <laughs> I think it's mean to do to yourself a little bit. No. To be fair, I was working. His father was off, so it was all his dad. Okay. So- I sure hope his dad was hooking him up. I sure hope <laughs> his dad was hooking him up. No, no, it was his father's idea. It was Patrick's idea. Patrick's mm. idea. So they were doing a lot of outdoor, um, like, work on the yard kind of thing mm, mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> still though so mean so mean uh yeah freaking well my kid he doesn't watch youtube anymore that's completely off of his thing like he's not he be, because he was like being a little like i noticed his, his like an attitude mm. like first like how it started with youtube was like at first i was like yeah you could just be on it and then I realized he was on it for too, like way too much all the time. So then I couldn't always monitor what he was watching. Mm-hmm. So then I, so then I scaled it back, scaled it back. And then I think he started getting this weird attitude, man. Like just was like being a real jerk to me and everyone. So I just took it away. And then like after three days, his whole attitude just like shifted. Hmm. And he's Isn't this it? little angel of a boy. It's so and weird. now, 
And now like once a month, I reward him if he's really good with 30 minutes of YouTube. And uh, yeah, and it works out really great. It is interesting to see how like the, yeah, because my kid never watched YouTube. And then basically when the pandemic hit and I had a newborn, I was like, you're going to be parented by the television because mm-hmm. he was home and I, or by the computer because I was like you're home and I can't I can't deal with you and a three-month-old baby so guess what YouTube is a is your new best friend and he watched yeah. stuff but yeah he got a new vocabulary and he got all sassy and mm-hmm. yeah those YouTubers mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah I have you never watched any of the videos of those YouTubers yeah they just scream at the camera at the top of their lungs oof it's not funny. You're trying to be funny, but they're just screaming. It's like, you know, in comedy, when you're trying to build an emotional moment, you have to do it in steps. You can't just go full on 100%. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You got to like build it with the story. Those guys are just like from zero to 100. It's like, I spilled my fork. And then they just scream. Uh, it's terrible. It's terrible. It's not, it's not good. It's not good writing. It's not good timing. No. Nope. So now he mostly watches YouTube videos with his dad. Mm. his father kind of curates which is a bit better but anyway it's the whole thing is very um because like i really did not grow up with any of this so mm-hmm. um, i'm i am learning yeah but also i don't know if, if they're alive and fed we've done a good job <laughs> um this is a question i have for you danny which you may not want to answer uh oh. Uh oh. So you share parenting mm-hmm. with Lucian's mom, mm-hmm. and you don't live together. Mm-hmm. So he's with you half the time and her half the time. Mm-hmm. So does she have the same rules as you do? Um, I think she's more strict than I am. Oh, okay. So if you say no YouTube for a month, like at our house, then she also wouldn't be like, would you say to her, okay, he's not watching YouTube or would she say, well, he can watch it at my house. Um, he, um, well, we never had like a, we usually come together on those things, which, um, allowed and not allowed. It's like, it's really the only avenue we have of like normal conversations when we're talking about our kid. So that stuff actually comes together, but she's more strict than me. Like, I was letting him watch YouTube when she wasn't letting him watch YouTube. So I was kind of like undermining her a little bit. I was the, because I'm the dad. That's what we do. We undermine moms. It's, uh, come on. <laughs> um, Not like a regular dad. You're like a cool dad. Like a cool dad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, pretty much. I think the only thing, the only disagreement we really have is on bedtimes. Um, I, I like to send him to bed at 8.30 on weekdays and then 9.30 on weekends. It's just fun. He's eight now. He can stay up a little bit later. But uh, like, I don't know. Sometimes he goes to bed at seven o'clock over there, (laughs) (laughs) which is like insane. But whatever. But I mean, it's only like apparently it's only when he's misbehaving. He goes to bed at that time. Right. I wish I could go to bed at that time. Oh, my goodness. Seven o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. At at this point in my life as an adult with. The amount of crap I have to do in a day, seven o'clock bedtime actually sounds great sometimes. <laughs> and there was more than one night this week where I went to bed by eight. Oh my God. I know. I mean, that's going to bed. That's not going to sleep necessarily. Yeah. Right. That's laying in bed, scrolling through TikTok for <laughs> way too long, but still then 
falling asleep at a proper time, like around 10, 30, 11. So I get a regular sleep. Whereas if I go to bed at 10, I'm going to scroll through TikTok until 1 a.m. Mm-hmm. And I feel like shit the next day. So really, I have this on lock and not having a social life right now due to the whole Panda Express we've been living in. That's, <laughs> that's helped out <laughs> tremendously. Mm-hmm. I imagine. Yeah, that would be really good, actually. Yeah, I don't know. I, I whenever whenever I have a contract where I got to wake up early, then I go to bed early. But if I'm not on contract, like right now, like when I'm working for NAC, I'm, I'm working on my own time, my own hours. Nice. <laughs> Basically, I am. I stay up till two or three gaming. <laughs> Living your up. best life. Yeah, That's living awesome. the best life. It's pandemic times. Might as well. Anyways, it's if it wasn't pandemic time, I'd still be doing it. That's right. what I do. Like when before pandemic times, we I, you know, I'd go to work during the day. I'd come home for a little bit, cook supper, head out to comedy, do comedy from like whatever, like 7:30 to 9, 7:30 to 10, come home, sign online, and then like game out with the boys until like two or three in the morning, then wake up at nine in the morning. But I've always been able to get it like six hours. It seems to be good enough for me most times. Oh, most days I would get home from work, go to comedy, <laughs> hopefully go on early enough, but then think I was going to leave early, but never actually leave early because I get terrible FOMO and I need to like be one of the last people to leave. And I also like, you know, that's where you get to like chat and hang out and like meet cool people like mm-hmm. Danny and Jenny. Um, and, and like make those connections and then like I'd go home and be like what usually we'd be done by 11 ish most nights I'd go home and go straight to bed that's it I'm done see now mm. I'm keeping the same hours as the two of you except I don't game out for oh we're gonna end in 10 minutes apparently I got a thing so we got 10 minutes um <laughs> you guys don't have the premium account oh, no <laughs> We need some Patreon subscribers for that. You guys we also have just, to figure out how to on, use wait. our Patreon. This is this is this is the extent of the podcast. Is you guys go for as long as Zoom will let you, and then when it's done, then it's, well, it's over. never. It's weird. It's never cut us off before. It may. Um, it usually know. gives us the bump and says, "Here you go." Anyway, whatever. I guess. Oh, it's I see. We're not interesting oh, enough. I'm back. No, um, no. I just had to reset my camera. Um. The uh. I I stay up late, but I just lie awake panicking. Like I'm up till two in the morning, but I'm not gaming out or looking at, I'm just lying there panicked and then, and stressed and anxious. And then um, when I come home from comedy, like in the world, I don't go straight to bed. I lie awake and rethink everything I said. Yeah. And be like, did I, was I awkward? (laughs) Did I Jenny, the the gaming out and the scrolling through TikTok is to keep the panicking at bay. Oh. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. If your brain is concentrating on my little Animal Crossing guy or all the hot lesbians on TikTok, then a the lot. panic doesn't come in. There's so many. And then the mm-hmm. panic doesn't come in. Eventually, mm-hmm. my eyes get so tired, I drop my phone on my face and I'm asleep. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. It's got to learn some shittier couple, coping methods. Who to toots. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to ask you. I have to ask you a question. Did you each get chocolates with your meal? Yeah, yeah we each I got did. a little chocolate. Oh, I'm the most, I'm mm-hmm. not. Uh, I thought I was getting the most special meal. You got the most to the point. Well, now you know, and for next time, now right. you know how to Olive Garden. Yeah. And it's, okay. it's, it's a sharing experience, a sharing of no, a traditional knowledge from Danny and, and Roar to you. <laughs> and now you know. Now you'll yeah. walk forward in life with more knowledge armed onto your soul so you can enjoy 
Olive Garden mm-hmm. the next time. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, mm-hmm. Other, or final. Um, so I don't want us to get cut off. So I want to ask this last, <coughs> and then we can talk until Zoom kicks us out. Danny, um, we've decided we've come up with a question uh, that's going to end our shows. Um, okay. Going to be, we're going to ask people what their most memorable meal was. So can you tell mm. us, your, it doesn't have to be like, the, it could be the worst meal you ever had if it was most memorable, but tell us about your most memorable meal. My most memorable meal. I have a lot, I have a lot of really great meals, um, but I, I think my most, my most great, the most memorable meals are the ones where the funniest things happen. Um, and this one I'll never forget. It was my mom's birthday. It was maybe like 10, 10, 12 years ago. My mom loves Red Lobster. My sister decided but she was going to take the whole family out to Red Lobster on her out of her pocket on my mom's birthday. So we go to Red Lobster. Everybody's eating their eating their meals. And I don't know, I'm not really a big seafood guy, but everybody's having a great time. My mom loves lobster. Like she's having the time of her life. And my sister, Laura, uh, she's um, she 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 got crab legs and she's dipping it and she's dipping them and she's just having like the best time of her life. And she like stops the waiter and I'm like, and I, I hate these moments because she's like, I need to ask what the sauce is from the waiter. And I just hate those moments because it feels really cliche to me. But like, um, excuse me, um, excuse me, what, what are we eating here? I need to know this. I just, it's really cringy to me. Um, anyway, so, so she goes to the waiter. She's like, excuse me, waiter, waiter, come here. I, I need to know what the sauce is. This is the best sauce <laughs> I've ever had in my life. I need to know what this is so I can have this for the rest of my life. And he's like, um, that, that's ketchup. Oh no! <laughs> and yeah, and we laughed, and we laughed at my sister for trying to be fancy at Red Lobster in Saskatoon, asking about what the sauce is. It's ketchup, Laura. We live in Canada. It's Heinz. <laughs> How could you yeah. not identify ketchup? I—that's the thing, you know. That's why we all laughed. It's like we, like I didn't look at the sauce she was using, you know. I just just had a little, a little cup of ketchup. Thought you were gonna say butter because you mentioned the crab legs. It's like oh yeah, clarified butter. So good. That's pretty funny. Butter. That's so good. That's a good. What's what's Laura doing now? Uh, she is. Um, she lives in in um, what's that place called? (laughs) Uh, The Hamptons. She lives in. She's she owns a house out of the Hamptons over there. Like like Hampton, like Hampton Village or the Hamptons. Hampton Village. Okay, it's gonna be like your sister. But we say, but we say, oh, it happens because it's fun. Okay, nice. That's like the next neighborhood over from me. Mm, mm, yeah, mm. yeah. She lives like maybe a few blocks away from Daryl. Okay, I used to work with Daryl at our regular human job. Mm-hmm. Well, my old regular human. I don't know who Daryl is. Junior. Junior. Sorry. Oh, Junior. Right. That's funny. I didn't know. I never call him Junior ever. Everybody else calls him Junior. I just call him Daryl. Same, but that's because I didn't know him from comedy first. I just hate calling people Junior. <laughs> I feel like that wasn't good enough. Let me think of another one. Ooh, ooh. I, there was one time me and my buddy Dave, we were in um, at West Edmonton, at West Edmonton Mall, and we were like 21-year-olds. You know, we were on our first road trip together as adults. And... Um, we were we went to the mall and we were we were like let's go to Hooters let's go to Hooters let's do it let's do it oh, and no. then we get outside of Hooters and then we're looking there okay we're gonna do this we're gonna do this but then we went to the spaghetti factory instead yeah I, <laughs> you're 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 too much of a feminist to go into Hooters Danny 
when I was 21, I'm not the man I am today. Well, but there were the seed. The seed of the man you were was there. <laughs> That's the seed that couldn't bring you to go to Hooters. No, the, the, what couldn't bring me to go to Hooters is that we were too embarrassed about going to Hooters as two guys. I don't know. We were fucking such losers, man. I was also scared Hooters of in Edmonton with my ringette team as a teenager. What? Oh, cool. See, see, see. You're so much more badass than me. Yeah, we were there for a tournament. And we're like, oh, let's go to Hooters. And then we just we went to Hooters. <laughs> mm. I was like, this is okay. Well, here we are. Check that off the list. Did that. <laughs> are you guys done your food? No, I gave up on my salad. Mm. I'm still now. eating this enormous salad. Mm. It's a lot I'm of about salad. Halfway, halfway done. They, they do give you a lot of salad. I'm also like distracting both of my dogs. Normally, when we record this podcast, I record in my room and I like sit in bed and like eat my food and have my bedroom door closed. And mm. it's easier, but because I'm the only one home, if I go and do that, the dogs are going to sit outside my bedroom door and cry, uh, which will make for excellent audio. So I'm in my living room today in my recliner, um, but that means both of them are staring at me and think I should share. Uh, so I put my salad aside. And I have to keep um, giving Charlie attention so that he doesn't mm. just sit here and cry because he's handsome, but he's a whiny crybaby. Oh, ow! I ate one of those peppers and then I touched my eye. Oh no, yeah, no Jenny! No. Oh no, dude, that's too bad. Touch your face! It's a <laughs> and peppers. Oh. I'm surprised none of your family got COVID if you're gonna get a pepper in your eye. <laughs> oh no. Ow. Oh, dude, we had a quick little COVID scare. And you know, it's funny. Like you send your kid out to school all the time, right? Like, I don't even take my kids shopping with me. He stays at home all the time. Yeah. Um, I was weak. And then it was like his his like his best cousin's like Lance's daughter. Callie is her birthday. And they're, they're like, let her let him come camp over. They could jump on the trampoline. I'm like, yeah, you know, it's been a freaking whole year since you've seen anyone. Right. So I'm like, yeah, you can go there. So he goes there. They have a trampoline in the back. They spent all night and all day playing that ca- trampoline. He just goes back. He's got a cough. We we're like, no. oh god, we got the COVID. Ah! But then his cough went away. We went for COVID tests. Came out all negative. It was all good. But awesome. it, and he just, he just got sick from being outside for like twelve hours. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, weird how that pans out, right? <laughs> yeah, but you forget about that. Don't catch yeah. a cold. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, we all got sick, but the only thing we had was runny noses. Like well, oh, first yeah. there was a sore throat, but then it was a runny nose. And I was like, well, the runny nose is the one thing that is not a symptom. <laughs> so we're okay. Oh, but yeah, it's, it's extremely stressful when anyone gets sick right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My poor baby had a fever, but, uh, but it went away. But yeah, yeah like, babies get fevers. Babies get sick. Kids get sick all the time. Oh, yeah. It's oh, I fun. think this has been one of the healthiest years that I've had at all. Same here. I haven't oh, gone yeah. anywhere, done anything or shared a mic with who knows yeah, are we ever gonna and... share? Are we ever gonna share mics again? I wonder. I don't. I, I want to touch any of you ever again. I don't want to. I don't. I me neither. I'm like, it's like kind of so weird. That's why it's just so like strange when people doing comedy at the the what's the Black Cat Tavern? Black Cat, yeah, yeah. Crazy. Like my nephew still does it. I'm like, don't fucking do that, man. Don't fucking well, I was like, it doesn't surprise me whatsoever though either. Yeah, was, if, yeah. I've kind of been tempted to go out, but then I was like, if I die. Or if I make someone in my home die because I 
Okay, so that was very funny. The uh, I thought Zoom would give us a one minute warning, but it just cut me off saying I was going to die. So we've come back so I can finish that thought. What I was going to say was if I died or caused someone in my home to die and the reason was Fabian's Black Cat show, I would never forgive myself. <laughs> like mm. you, That's not something to die for. Um, mm. It's not mm. like it was your show or my show. Yeah. Well, um, we were doing our show was pretty good at the Capitol. It was really neat. Yeah. But you know, I know one of the reasons why I won't go to the Black Hat like Fabian show. Why? Because when he came to do a set at the Capitol, yeah. I put him on stage. He got right in my face, broke all the distancing stuff, right? Whispered right into my face and sprayed me as he whispered. And he said, you know what, Danny? I don't believe in COVID. Okay. Yeah, I wouldn't. Um, I've recorded that. Do you want me to cut that out? I don't care. No, you put that out there. People should freaking know, man. Okay. <laughs> like, I love Fabian, but I, I told you he's, he's so irresponsible. And like his brain's not all there because of reasons, right? Right, right. He's super funny. Super Is nice he? guy. Got a good heart. That's true. He is funny. But he is racist and he's misogynistic and he is an asshole. But he he is funny. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's, um, yeah, that's true of a lot of people, Danny. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're, yes, you're right. No, I mean, that's the thing. I was like, I couldn't, I couldn't have this be the reason I die. <laughs> like, I, this couldn't be the person. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Um, so that brings us to the end of our conversation. Um, Danny, you sent a picture mm. of your meal. That was a lot of noodles. Yeah, you got a lot of food with the, the taste of Italy, man. Yeah, you get like you get like a chicken thing, and you get like another thing, and you get. Salad you feel like you've you truly tasted thing. Italy. I felt like yeah, this is I yeah. I feel like I've been on everywhere. Like I said, you don't need to travel to me, there. Fettuccine, uh, there's a nice little village. I felt like I was there in person eating the fettuccine from them. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Well done. Okay, well, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. We're gonna go. We're gonna be done. Okay. Um, Danny, thanks for the like, lunch. Nice to see you. Nice oh. to talk to you. Before we let you fully go, Danny, do you have anything you want to plug anywhere people should follow you? Any upcoming uh, shows yeah. or things? Yeah. yeah. So you can follow um, me and my buddy Sean Cuthand do a podcast. It's the Real Deadly Podcast. It's part of the Comedy Here Often Network. You can find us on Spotify or Apple Music. It's Real Deadly. Um, you type that in. We'll come up. And you can follow me on Twitch, like I said, uh, twitch.tv slash euphotics. Follow me on Facebook as Danny Knight and on Instagram as Hanovernight. Um, uh, you can tune, stay tuned to the National Arts Center because uh, in, ju in June from the cityscape's going to come up. So that, that's going to be really cool. There's one more thing. Oh, yeah. Um, and provided everything goes well, we don't go back into, set, into another lockdown. Uh, me and Sean want a, a spot uh, at the Fringe, so it'll, we're going to have a Fringe nice. comedy show. Uh, hey. It's going to be 100, 100 people see, uh, socially distanced can sit in the venue we're going to be at. Hopefully, you, you ladies will come out and do sets. That'd be really great. It'd be really yeah. cool. Uh, yeah, and uh, if we sell it out every night, 100 seats at $16 a ticket. <laughs> we can we can give comedians money and me and Sean can make our money back because it was really expensive. Cause you know, we usually 
You, I mean, like sometimes when you get a spot like this, you get the you get to use the brown card. Like, there's here's our indigenous section. <laughs> no, no, we 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 have to pay the six hundred dollars and and we have to win the normal lottery, that, like with everybody else. So yeah. we fucking deserve this. Yeah. We paid for it, yeah. just yep, like yep. you white fuckers. I'm people. <laughs> 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 you know, you know, Danny. We we just asked if you had anything to plug. We didn't intend for you to uh to rant to rant. Sorry, yeah, my bad. It happens. <laughs> but that's all my stuff. It's coming up to. Check out the fringe, the funny bone, Shmami's own will return then. Awesome. Nice. All right. This has been a slice. Mm-hmm. Thanks for joining us today, Danny. And hopefully Thanks. we can all see each other again in real life very soon. Yay. Okay. Yep. Bye, friends. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. This has been Lunch with Friends, recorded on Treaty Six Land and the Homeland of the Metis. We are hoping that you'll follow us on Facebook at Lunch with Friends Pod, on Instagram at Lunch with Friends SK, and you can join our Patreon, which is just the simple Lunch with Friends. Shannon, tell us about the Patreon. Our Patreon has three sweet tiers with some cool exclusives. All the money donated through our Lunch with Friends Patreon goes to buying lunch for the friends. Also, upgrading recording setups and any sort of podcast needs as we go. Any Excess we have will be periodically donated to various organizations in our community helping to battle food insecurities. Thank you for being a friend.